Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for podcasters by podcasters. Podcasting Smarter is the official podcast from Podbean, featuring podcasting interviews, best practices, and helpful tips. We're here to give you the tools, resources, product updates, and news to help you get started podcasting and keep your podcast growing. Hello and welcome to Podcasting Smarter. This is Norma Jean Belenke, Podbean's Head of Events. And in today's episode, we'll be speaking with Deirdre Shen of Cap Show about SEO best practices, how to make the most of your podcast collateral, and make an impact with your podcast. Stay tuned, and here we go. Hi, Deirdre. How's it going? Hi, Norma Jean. It's going so well. How are you doing? Good. We are so excited to have you here. So for everybody out there who may not be familiar, tell us a little bit about what Cap Show does, and, and then we'll jump into our main theme today of SEO. Yeah, for sure. So Capture is, in short, an AI-powered podcast copywriter. It is literally the fastest way that podcasters can promote and grow their podcast shows, really. So uh, in under 10 minutes, literally under 10 minutes, when you upload your audio file, it creates episode titles, show notes, description, social media captions, promotional email, blog posts, YouTube, LinkedIn article, full transcript. It's crazy. <laughs> wow. Amazing. And those are all, you know, a lot of collateral pieces that podcasts need to yes. efficiently share their message, market, you know, and get the episode out there. So that's really, really important. Uh, how, how did you get into podcasting? I just want to briefly, because everybody's journey is so different. Yeah. How did you end up in the pod world. Yeah. So it was actually in 2020. Uh, and we had... I got, I'd gone on a, quite a bit of an entrepreneurial journey. I'm still on that journey, to be honest. Uh, but I had landed at that mo- point in time coaching. So uh, one thing led to another and I was actually coaching e-commerce business owners on how to grow their businesses. And one of my mentors was like, you have to have a podcast. Uh, that's the best platform to build your credibility and authority. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't, I don't really know what to do. And I'm, I got a little bit, I'm going to be honest, a little bit overwhelmed with the the tech and the setup and stuff, which by the way, once you, once you know it, it's actually really, really easy. <laughs> but at the time I was yes. like, oh my gosh. What is no, going? this is what we say at Podbean all the time. You can start a podcast from your phone in five yes. minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've got you covered. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Don't let the technology <laughs> intimidate you. Yes. yes. So I, um, yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't let the technology intimidate me. I was just like, oh, know what I'm doing, but you know what? I'm just going to start anyway. I'm just going to put things out there. And uh, that was my first foray into podcasting. So, um, you know, six, not even six months, like three months in, I think I got over the fact that I didn't really know what I was doing. And I'm like, you know what? No, I think I was consistent. I was doing two episodes a week, actually. So I was really banking up those episodes. And I realized that I was like, I I want an ROI on this time. You know, podcasting takes time, as we all know. And I wasn't really getting, from my perspective anyway, I didn't feel like I was getting a lot of downloads and a lot of lead gen um, or conversions, which at the end of the day, as a coaching business, like that's what I was looking for for my podcast. So I actually really nerded out on how can I like grow this podcast. If I really believe in this as a lead gen engine, how can I actually start to get the word out there and get people listening to it? So that's, that's how I fell into podcasting, honestly. 
amazing. I think everybody's journey is so different. And I think that you, the fact that you took, you know, that curiosity for how do I, you know, as, from a coaching business, from, from that whole industry and that whole perspective of, you know, how do I use podcasting as a lead gen and get the most out of it? And that curiosity led you to creating this AI wild. Yes. Yeah. Wild. So let's get into it. How do you grow a show SEO? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> So I'm so excited to dive in and talk to you about this today. So for everybody out there who needs a reminder, just break down a little bit about what SEO is and what it entails. Yeah. So SEO stands for search engine optimization. Uh, and really when we think about search engine, there's kind of two big ones, Google and YouTube and YouTube is owned by Google. So you kind of think like, you can kind of really sum it up to there's one massive search engine that you really want to be optimizing for. Um, and a lot of us think that it's as simple as knowing or searching the best keywords. And that's only one part of it, actually. Uh, there's actually quite a few factors that go into SEO. There's like the Yes, the, the keyword is is an important one, but then there's also what's actually on the page and how relevant is that to the keyword. There's um, rich media, like are you using relevant images and uh, videos and, you know, things that can bring your, your content to life. Um, there's also things like backlinks and social media. So, you know, are other people actually driving because that's essentially how authority gets built on a, a website or a page is if people are actually linking to your page. So it all comes down to if you have fundamentally, if you have useful content, then that is really how you're going to rank for SEO. Like it kind of doesn't really get any more basic than that. It's like just do put things out there that people actually care about and is going to add a ton of value to them and you your SEO should actually not really be a problem or you know if, if that makes sense um absolutely yeah. so having a content forward approach is really important and offering value I think that that's a really important thing that we come back to a lot here on podcasting smarter just making sure that you're adding value whether it's through your podcast or through you know the tips in your keywords maybe articles that you're writing in addition, your show notes on your podcast, all that kind of stuff. So I want to also ask how important is SEO maximization? It's that's an interesting question because it really depends on you and the person and how much time and what's important for your business. So if I give you a little bit of an example, when I first started podcasting, so, you know, a couple of years ago, I had my coaching business. I was actually focused more so on driving traffic to my podcast through social media. So I wasn't actually even really thinking about SEO, to be honest. Uh, it was all, I was just really trying to grow it through social media. And that was through, you know, organic outreach and uh, obviously the content that I was posting and things like that. I actually, as I dove more into what other opportunities there were for me to get my show out there? Um, obviously, SEO came up as a big one. And I was like, oh, my gosh, SEO is so painful. It's just. It's intimidating. It it's is, intimidating. Right? Yeah. Yes. For me, it felt like I was having to learn this whole another language that I, I don't know. I just I my brain for some reason was just really resisting it. And so I think this is important to highlight because I don't want people to force themselves necessarily to do something if they just know that it's going to end up taking way more time and effort than what the payoff's going to be. Because if you do anything half-heartedly, you're going to get mediocre results. Like that's just fundamental. So 
that's what I want to start with, which is like SEO, I personally think is important and I've actually transitioned. So I'm actually pulling back on how much I do on social media and I'm putting way more thought, time, effort, resources into um, into SEO because I do actually think that the longevity of SEO is way more valuable for me than what social media can give me, if that makes sense. So I actually personally think it's incredibly important. Um, so I've made that decision for my business and how we're approaching our marketing. But as I said, I always go back to what is it that you listener, dear listener, um, are comfortable with actually putting your own mental capacity and, and actual capacity into. Absolutely. And, and I guess my next question is what does SEO do for a podcast? Can you give us some examples? Yeah, for sure. So the really exciting thing about podcasting is that this is the hot medium. <laughs> like everyone, yes. it's like the platforms are like, I'm sure that, you know, those of us who are deep into podcasting would know that like YouTube is really wanting to get into more and more podcasting and obviously Google owns it. So Google as well is actually wanting to surface more podcasts um, as part of search. So th- this is great news because, you know, we are onto something by being in the podcasting space and now everyone else is like catching up because this is a hot thing so that's that's the first thing is that everyone wants a piece of podcasting because they know how valuable these conversations are that we're having and how much you know how much people learn from from these conversations and the great thing about seo i mean seo is always going to be it, they're growing. Google is going towards having obviously the smarts to be able to listen and, and to to podcasts and things, but they're not quite there yet. So they're still very text based, and that's essentially what SEO is. You know, um, it, it it's the foundation of, of SEO. Is like what are, is the text that it can read. Mm-hmm. So essentially, uh, if you can really bring that to life alongside your audio, then your likelihood to rank again given all of the other SEO factors apart from just keyword is actually pretty high. I was actually Googling something the other day and I was like, oh my gosh. So my podcast is called Grow My Podcast Show. And I saw our little our little tile come up as like third on, on the third line of Google because they're wanting to actually surface podcasts, um, which is so cool. So in terms of what SEO actually does for your podcast, it does a lot. And I think I mentioned like from a searchability perspective, so people are actually searching the thing that you're talking about, a great way to get discovered, great, great way to get discovered. And from a longevity perspective, I think I touched on this before, but having your content actually like in written form and out there to be discovered um, is a great, this is why I've kind of, I'm transitioning away from social media because, you know, being able to optimize for SEO and having a website and things like that for your podcast is, it just gives life. It gives a longer life to all of this content that you're creating and spending all this time on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, once you have those processes in place, which we'll talk about later, it's something where you're not constantly, you know, creatively pushing out new ideas or breaking down your podcast. You're using what you already have. Yes. You're not having to, you know, sell the same idea in two different ways or in 10 different ways, which I think is is also really important as well. So what benefits or contributes to SEO? 
Um, so the first thing that you want to like this, there's what we call like page SEO and there's a technical part to that. And there's also a content part to that. So the technical part to that are things like making sure that your URLs aren't broken, making sure that the um, page load speed, page load speed time is, you know, as short as possible. Um, yeah. So those are just some of the technical things that go into making sure that your website and your pages, especially if it's a blog post, et cetera, is actually optimized from a technical perspective. And then there's the actual content stuff, which I've also touched on. So there is kind of making sure that you're, you are targeting things that people are searching because uh, ultimately if they're not searching for the thing you're talking about, then the likelihood of you getting discovered is, is, is actually going to be very low. There is a caveat to that because I've been sort of battling with this with my own SEO because because uh, I will use, I use like Moz, I use Key Search, for example. These are just tools that um, can give you a little bit of an indication as to whether or not the keywords you're using is going to rank. And I found because I'm very, very targeted, like I'm talking to podcasters and not just podcasters, but I'm talking to experts who podcast. And so when I have a very specific topic that I'm talking about that is targeted to that niche, the likelihood of that keyword ranking is also not going to be super high. You know, it's not something like the top 10 dog breeds, you know, that like seemingly get searched a ton of times, you know, because it's a, it's much more of a general, broader, um, everyday person search. But the problem with those is that there's a lot of competition. So again, if you're newer to this, the likelihood of you getting ranked anyway, even if you were to go super general and super broad is really quite small. So I would always recommend niche down. You have to know who your your customer is. Yeah. Create content that is specific to them. And even if you do your keyword search and it's like low volume, stick with it anyway, because if it's low volume and it has to be low competition as well, um, then, you know, it doesn't, as you will know that anyone searching for you and landing on your page, you will know that they are the right people. So you're really honing in on finding your ideal listener. Exactly. That's what you want. That's really what's important. There's no point in you, you know, trying to go super broad because then like it's not relevant to them and they're not people that you want in your audience anyway. So I always start from, from there um, in terms of like from a content perspective, you know, it's so easy for us to get caught up on the the keyword thing and being like, oh gosh, how do I get like a really high, how do, how do I get my score to be really high. But I think sometimes you just have to step back and be like, actually, there's a reason why sometimes it's not going to be high. I've had to do that myself because my keywords, I can tell you, don't score super high, but it's because I am very, very targeted. There's not a lot of people searching, you know, very podcast specific um, and very specific things that are not just related to like, how do I start a podcast? If, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think it's so important, you know, when you're when you're thinking about your SEO, your search engine optimization and what those keywords are, make lists, you know, do your research, compare them, look up, you know, where they rank, look up what, which ones are popular, but maybe, you know, you're not going to rank that high if you're, if you're just starting SEO for your podcast and then look up maybe some keywords that are really niche. I think it's really yes. important to, to dedicate a bit of time to making sure that you set yourself up right in terms of that foundation. Does that sound yes. correct? Yes, a hundred percent. So yeah, so that's kind of that. So I asked, so we start there, keywords in terms of the content on your your 
your site or your blog, mm-hmm. um, readability. So, you know, uh, this is funny because he, we always have this debate of like humans versus machines and, you know, why as a human, why would you get a machine to write your stuff? Because you you lose creativity. All this. Anyway, we can go, in, uh, that's a separate topic. But the funny thing is that from a search perspective, from an SEO perspective, it's actually machines reading your, your stuff. Right. In so order it's to not, actually- in terms of getting ranked, you're a human that's talking to a machine versus a machine that's talking to a machine. Right, right, exactly. So it's it's so when we talk about readability, um, you know, as humans, we have to be really careful that we don't make the make it really verbose, use really um, unwieldy language. You know, we have to make sure that our grammar and and punctuation spellings all correct because again. We're talking to machines in a way from a ranking perspective. Um, right. Google is a machine. <laughs> yeah. And in a way, like it, it's kind of a good, uh, it, it's it's a good threshold to meet because people as well generally only really taking information well at like a fourth grade level. <laughs> So, and that's kind of the same with machines, right? So if we just use that as a benchmark, then always look at how readable your stuff is. Uh, we, I know we like to sound really smart and I fall into this trap as well, but the more simple that you can make it, the more that you can break down your sentences so they're, they're short and sharp and snappy and get to the point, then that's going to be better for the machine to read it, but it's also actually going to be better for another human, your audience on the other side reading it. Absolutely. And when we say machine, we mean like when you Google something, there's not somebody on the other side of that, you know, selecting the links to send you. It is AI from that perspective. So if you're writing everything yourself and you're not writing it maybe within the understanding or the optimized, the optimized best practices of that AI, you may not rank as high. So I think that that's such an important aspect to remember. Yeah, for sure. Um, Rich media. So I think I mentioned this as well. So Mm -hmm. rich media is things other than the words. Um, So images and videos, it loves, Google loves that stuff because it just, it gives it more things to, to, to look into. Um, obviously if you're using images and stuff, you want to, you want to have the meta, metadata, um, to help it as well, to be like, to, and the meta, meta, what the metadata does is it actually brings to life from a words perspective, what's actually rich media. So you're essentially describing what's on the image that is actually linked to your topic, linked to your keyword. Um, so yeah, it, it definitely looks for that as well. Absolutely. That's such an important aspect. Yeah. Such an important aspect as well. And, and over time, it seems like maybe, you know, once you have these practices implemented, right. And you're, and you're working on your SEO, you've honed in on your keywords and you've really started implementing this within your podcast. As you release more and more episodes over time, there is a cumulative effect. Yes. So can you speak to that as well? Yeah. So this all comes down to, in my mind, building authority and credibility. So there's kind of like a couple of ways that you can do that. So one, you hit the nail on the head, which is like, you've just got to have the more content that you have out there, the more credibility that you are actually building with a search engine like Google, for example. Um, So you want to be consistent at it. You want to keep going. You this stuff is not going to, it's not like ads, right? Where you put some money in and relatively quickly, if you're doing it right, if you're running it right, then you get the results back. SEO is a long game. Um, You're really putting your time in rather than your money because you're either paying for 
with your money or with your time, right? So um, this is definitely more on the time side. And the more consistent that you can be, you know, that gets picked up by the engine. So that gives you authority because you can see that, hey, you're actually, you have a lot to say about these certain topics. Um, and so it actually starts to, to, to rank you. Now, the other way that you can build authority and credibility, which I did mention before, is like, how do you get those backlinks? Um, and in yes. short... The, what backlinks really mean is how many other places is actually linking back to your site or to your blog or, you know, to your page, essentially. Um, that's just a really quick way for the machine to be like, oh, okay, this person's actually getting mentioned or this, not this person, this page, this URL is getting mentioned quite a bit. Uh, people are sending traffic or you know trying to send traffic to this page because it must be of value and so that is another really great way to 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 build authority essentially what you're trying to do with being consistent you know doing it over time and getting all these backlinks is is that it's just you're just telling google that hey i am someone of authority people care about what it is i have to say so you should be ranking me higher Absolutely. And the way that a lot of those backlinks are posted is maybe you put out an episode, maybe you have an interview show with a guest mm -hmm. and they post that link on their yes. site, right? Yes. That kind of thing. Or totally. it's posted through social as well. That's another yes. way. Or you do a blog swap. So it's yeah. making sure that that people outside of your specific podcast, maybe their guests, maybe their um, friends, maybe you have a relationship or you do swaps with them, right? You do promotional swaps, maybe they're a promotional partner, uh, but that they are reposting your link. So it's not just coming from you. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And, and I want to talk a little bit about the automation in terms of a lot of SEO, because mm -hmm. we kind of, we kind of touched on it in terms of machine speaking to machine. Right? Yeah. yeah. But in terms of, in terms of having, you know, having the setup and, and making sure that you are, have a formula for, you know, consistently, hitting these SEO benchmarks, automation plays a really big part in that. It does for sure. Um, and that's, and that will definitely, if you don't mind, lead into capture and, and what it does. Um, but even before we get there, I did want to, because I, I struggle with this myself as a podcaster, uh, because there's two ways that we can approach it. If you want to go SEO first, then essentially what we get told to do is before we record a podcast episode is go and find what keywords are ranking for a particular topic that we want to talk about and base your whole podcast or that episode on that particular keyword. Mm -hmm. Now I struggle with that because I, I, I'm a creator and I think a lot of your listeners are too, right? They, we're creative. Yeah. We're creatives. Exactly. exactly. I think um, with podcasting, a lot of people, a lot of people enter the podcasting space as a creative outlet, right? To yes. use their voice, to hone their voice, to make sure their voice is heard. Um, whether it's with a narrative scripted fiction podcast or an interview show or a solo podcast or a round table, yes. you know, it's just about that creative, creative aspect. Yes, totally. So I, I was struggling with this because I was like, as I was getting more and more into SEO and I'm like, I just can't my, again, as I said, my brain just doesn't work that way. And I don't want to sacrifice, you know, that creative part of what I love about podcasting for just ranking for SEO. So I, I kind of started there. Uh, so I'm going to bring a bit of a pragmatic approach uh, for podcasters and, and how they can essentially use SEO. So what I've done, my process now is I record my podcast. Some are solo. Um, so it 
it's just me and some are guest-based. Now, I know a lot of us are primarily guest-based. So that also makes the whole starting from SEO um, keyword searching a lot more difficult. So what I've done instead is I've gone, okay, I'm just going to record the thing. And then I'm going to step back and I'm going to look at what I've recorded, whether that's with a guest or on my on my own. And I'm going to come up with what are the top two, three, five questions that 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 episode answered. Now, the reason why this is important is because, again, when we think about going to a Google, what do we go there to do? We go there to ask it a question, right? We, we want a specific question answered. And yeah. so if we can identify in our own content, what those specific questions were that we answered, then that is actually a really good place to go from what we recorded to then going, okay, now how can I optimize this for SEO? So uh, yeah, I come up with those five questions and then I put them into, um, again, you can, you can use any SEO tool really. Um, I've, I've been using Moz and I will actually see real, like out of those five, which one does score the highest. Mm-hmm. And again, I go back to the fact that, you know, I, I cause I got, used to get really um, discouraged because I was like, oh no, these scores aren't really that high. I'm in the, like the thirties, sometimes the forties if I'm lucky. Um, but I go back to the fact that again, it is very niche. Like the volume is just not high at all. But that's the trade-off that I made with my decision to start from my podcast, right? Because if I wanted to just look at focus on SEO, then I could have talked about something way broader, um, you know, and that people that a lot more people were searching for, but that's just not in the best interest of me, my, my audience, my business. Um, so right. I, it doesn't clearly uh, define your niche or speak exactly. to your ideal listener. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, that that's a trade. That's fine. That's a trade-off that I've made. So I will just choose out of those five, which one scores the highest. And that's the one that I will essentially then create my blog post on. So it's still related to my episode. Um, it's still, I'm still considering how, you know, from a keyword perspective, uh, how it ranks. And then that gives me a really good steer to be like, oh, okay. So rather than just doing like a generic blog, I can actually do it specifically on answering this particular question. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think, you know, just, just from hearing your process, we can kind of just briefly condense it, right? Instead of basing your episode on keywords, you really follow your gut, right? You're creating the episode that you want to create. And then from that episode, and you're asking yourself, what questions does this episode answer? You write down your top five questions. And then the question that's the most relevant or the most valuable to your audience is the one that you create additional content based on. It's so smart because it incorporates both that automation and AI SEO aspect, right? Search engine optimization, making sure that people can find you, but you still have that creative flexibility within your podcast as well. Exactly. And that, and I, 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 tell, I tell you this process because, uh, when we then go back to automation, this is exactly the process that we have now built into capture. Uh, so when we go into blog, I shouldn't say exactly right now. Um, it's going to be in a couple of weeks that we're actually, (laughs) this is one of your, you're one of the, stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah, I think by the time this episode comes out, we'll be there. 
Okay, cool. Um, but essentially, yeah, when you look at a blog post, first it's going to surface, hey, these are the five top five questions. This is how they score. You can choose, even if you don't want to go with the top one, you can, you, you don't have to, you can choose another one that, you know, just resonated with you more. And then based on that, the blog post capture will actually create the blog post for you um, using AI. So that's, yeah, we're completely automating that whole process. Fantastic. So it doesn't have to be hard. <laughs> Not at all. And then you can use, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the insight and optimization, you know, it's not shortcuts, but it's really just best practices of how to make sure the right people find your podcast in a way that, you know, is sustainable. Because if, if you're thinking about for every single episode, you know, even if you have a monthly episode or possibly a, a weekly episodic podcast, you know, you're looking at creating all of this content for each episode. And mm -hmm. for a lot of podcasters, that just may not be sustainable. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So I want to just briefly ask you as a last question, because accessibility is, is really important in terms of podcasting. So can you also speak as well to how, you know, having this content and making sure that your SEO optimized also benefits accessibility for your podcast as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, as we all know, uh, we all consume information in different ways. Uh, so right now as podcasters, again, I love it. We know that a lot of people love it um, from in an, to have an audio version of the value that you're providing, but a lot of people don't learn that way. Um, a lot of people learn from reading. And so that's a great thing about having, say, a blog post um, that a, a blog web, yeah, page website is Essentially that uh, that complements your 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 podcast because you're actually giving you're making it accessible to a ton of people who actually don't learn through an auditory way. Uh, so that's what I really love about actually using or repurposing our podcast into an SEO optimized form, like a blog post. Um, so I think you know that's from a, a strict accessibility perspective, learning, and also obviously if people are, you know, have a hearing impaired, et cetera, like that obviously makes it way more accessible for them. Um, and then talking about accessibility, just from a discovery perspective, like that is just, you know, trying to get your podcast found organically is super hard. It is really hard. It's almost impossible. Uh, so you want to give it its best chance and, you know, optimizing for SEO just makes your, the value that I know that you can bring to your audience. It just, it puts it out there and that's what we want to be doing. Um, and that's what I'm championing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Deirdre, it's been such a pleasure to speak with you today about SEO. I just want to ask you a couple more questions. Um, considering everything that we've mentioned about SEO, I always like to ask, you know, all of our guests here, where do you believe the industry is headed? Oh, wow. That's a big one. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I, I fully believe that podcasting is just going to keep growing, like for sure, hands down. Um, and it's, it, it, we are... Um, in this age of, you know, we are in this age of short form content, but I think the reason why we are in the age of short form content is because of uh, people's you know, attention spans. And yeah. so when we think about video versus audio, you know, when you're having to watch something, then, you know, we're, we're, we're looking at literally, it's like 15 to 30 seconds. That's all people really want to, you know, have the time now, you know, with the, between the likes of TikTok and YouTube shorts and Instagram reels, like that's, you know, that's the kind of attention span that we're, we're talking about from a video perspective. The great thing about audio is that 
people can listen while they're doing other things. Um, and I think that's why our attention span is just getting so much more, uh, so so much smaller is because we become just so busy, quote unquote busy, that we just don't have the time to actually dedicate thought to just watching one thing unless we love it like I don't know we've been on Game of Thrones or something like that but otherwise you know we just we just don't so I think the great thing about podcast being an auditory um, medium is that we can yeah we can do other things while we're listening I mean I always whenever I'm running it's a podcast I'm listening to um, or walking downtown it's a podcast I'm listening to or if I'm in a car it's a podcast I'm, like it's so it's never, it's only going to grow for sure. Absolutely. And just to, to end our episode today, what are your favorite podcasts? Oh, um, okay. So I, oh, it's going to sound so cliche, but I love how I built this. <laughs> I love it too. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. Uh, you know, it was, I started in entrepreneurship over nine years ago and it was one of the loneliest, loneliest times of my, in my life. And when I discovered how, how I built this, it, I just didn't feel as lonely anymore. I was like, wow. Okay. Other people have gone through the hard stuff too. So I can, I can do it too. So yeah, I just, I'm a big fan of how I built this. Um, and I also really love listening to Brene Brown as well. Um, both, both of her podcasts. So, um, but yeah, specifically, I really like listening to Daring to Lead. Deadly. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Deirdre Chen, thank you so much. Uh, from Cap Show, we are so happy to have you here. Thanks again for joining thank us. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Podcasting Smarter. If you have any podcasting questions or want to get in touch, send us an email at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. Thanks so much and happy podcasting.